If there's one thing you do in your life with type 1 diabetes, it's make lots of decisions. But here's a question for you. How do you make those decisions? How do you know what's right for you at that moment? Do you have a process that you follow to make your decisions about managing diabetes, especially when these decisions are not so straightforward? In this episode of the podcast, I'm going to give you a framework that you can use to make decisions about diabetes and diabetes management and your life that are framed in your values. So you can have a good solid basis for the decisions that you make and a filter to run your decisions through so you can be confident these decisions are in line with the values that you have in your life. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman, and I invite you to join us as we talk candidly about the emotional challenges of living with type 1 diabetes. We'll give you actionable strategies to help you face these challenges head on, reduce your stress, and most importantly, live a full life without letting diabetes get in the way. Hey there, welcome to the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. Take a minute and think about all of the decisions that you make every day in your life with type 1 diabetes. Decisions big and small, like what to eat, how much insulin to take, what type of technology you use, whether or not you check your blood sugar, what to pack before you go on vacation, or even whether or not you travel with diabetes. How do you make these decisions? What criteria do you use to make decisions in your life with diabetes? This is a really important question to think about and to answer. And my bet is you haven't given it enough thought. On this episode of the podcast, we're going to dive into your values with diabetes as a framework to help you make decisions about what you do in your life with diabetes. Having a framework makes decision-making a whole lot easier because you've already thought about what you'll do in certain situations, and how you'll make those decisions about what you want to do based on what's important to you, not just based on your fears or how you're feeling in the moment or what other people want you to do. Your diabetes values are all about you, and having a solid foundation in these values will go a long way in helping you think clearly and make good decisions about what you want to do that's going to benefit both your diabetes management and your quality of life. You know as well as I do that all of the decisions you make about type 1 diabetes are complex, even the simple ones. A lot of the decisions you make on a daily basis with type 1 diabetes have some pretty significant consequences. You take too much insulin, bad things can happen. You choose not to treat a low blood sugar, the outcome is probably not going to be great. But then, of course, you throw in the emotional challenges of diabetes, and it makes that decision-making process a lot more complicated. And then of course you throw in life. Diabetes does not exist in a silo. And it's impossible to separate the decisions you make about diabetes from the decisions about your life because they are interconnected. What you do with your diabetes or what you don't do with your diabetes impacts your life. And of course you want to have a good quality of life. You want to be free and flexible. And the decision-making process that you have needs to reflect that. I remember a couple months ago, I was giving a presentation over Zoom, 
And someone asked me a question about what I thought about quality of life and how important it is for people with diabetes. And I, I remember saying that quality of life is essential. If you don't have quality of life and you can't eat cake, then what's the point? Sure, if you don't eat cake and don't leave your house, you can probably have much better blood sugars than you do right now. But eating cake is an important part of my life. I'm not going to give up eating cake in order to have perfect blood sugars. No way. Throughout the rest of my presentation, my comment about eating cake if you want to kind of became a running joke. It's funny, but it's also true. That quality of life for me is more important than having a perfect blood sugar and not getting to eat my cake. Your decisions and your values cannot just include diabetes, but they have to include your life. They have to include your family, your work, what you do for fun. And how you make your decisions about your life, including your diabetes management, from those values. In a perfect world, life and diabetes will work together. And sometimes they do. But there are definitely going to be times when the decisions you have to make put life and diabetes at odds. And those are the times when having a clear idea about your diabetes values comes in really handy. Without a system in place to make these decisions, you're going to feel lost. And your choices are going to feel really haphazard. They're going to be based on your mood that day, or how you're feeling, or whatever has the most immediate payoff. Because the things that are most important to you, both your quality of life and your diabetes management, they both suffer. Of course, there are going to be trade-offs, and there's never going to be a perfect solution that's going to satisfy all of the things that are important to you. But having a pathway and a decision-making process to help guide you is the first step to making the best decisions you can with the cards you've been dealt. What if you're able to have a system that could help you make these decisions? a mental filter that you can run all your decisions through to help you decide what is best for your life. And when I say life, I mean both your diabetes and your quality of life together. Does that sound like something you'd find helpful? If it is, keep listening. From my point of view, with values-based decision-making with your diabetes, the decisions that you make may not always be the best thing to keep your blood sugars in range, and that's okay. Because as a psychologist, from my point of view, your quality of life is just as important as your diabetes management. But I also want to remind you this is your system, and you can make it however you want to. And you should, of course, take information from your doctor, your diabetes educator, your friends and family. But in the end, the choice is yours. I can't tell you what your values are. I can only help you define what they are for yourself and then help you use them to the best of your ability. My values are not your values. Your doctor's values aren't your values. Your mom's values aren't your values. Only you can define what is important to you in your life with diabetes. What I can do is help you define what your values are and then help you find a path to live out those values. I'm more than happy to share with you what my values are in this process, but not because I want them to be yours, but because I want to give you an example about how I define my own values with diabetes and how I live those out, even when the choices are hard. I've been talking a lot about diabetes values, and I just realized I haven't actually defined what I mean when I say diabetes values. So let me tell you what that means. 
A value is like your North Star. It's what's important to you in your life and your guide for making decisions about what you do in your life, how you spend your time, your resources, and your energy. I like to think about a value as a filter. Having a value allows you to put these decisions through a filter that you've already established. And when you put these through a filter, what comes out on the other side helps you make a decision. Let me give you an example from my own life. One of my values with diabetes is being adventurous. I love adventure, and I don't want diabetes to hold me back from that. A couple of years ago, I decided to start scuba diving, and a lot of people questioned my decision. They asked me, how can you scuba dive when you have diabetes? Isn't it too dangerous? And I recognized that scuba diving with diabetes can be challenging. It's not the easiest thing to treat a low blood sugar 60 feet below the surface of the water. I get it. But I also know with preparation, I can scuba dive safely. Yes, there's some risk, but through the lens of my value of being adventurous, it's worth it for me to take that risk. What I want to do right now is tell you about my diabetes values and then explain the process that I used to identify these values. This is the same process that I use with my patients to help them define their values with diabetes. I hope this process will help you define your values as well. I already mentioned one of my values, which is being adventurous with diabetes. It's important for me to do what I want to do in my life without letting diabetes hold me back, even if those things require me to be extra prepared and extra conscious and vigilant about what I'm doing. I am willing to take those risks and I'm willing to take that preparation and time so that I'm able to do the things that I want in my life, even if diabetes is there and even if diabetes is going to cause me some extra challenges. I love to scuba dive. I really want to be able to fly an airplane. Haven't done that yet, but I plan to soon. Also, international travel is a passion of mine. And those are things I'm willing to do, even though they're going to be more challenging because of diabetes. These things align with my values, and so I'm willing to do these things even though they're going to be more challenging because of diabetes. For me and my values, the challenge is worth it. One of my biggest values is being present with my family and with my friends, especially my wife and my daughter. I love them so much, and I want to make sure that I'm able to be there with them, both for them as well as for me. And in terms of being present, Diabetes plays a big role. If my blood sugars are out of range, it makes it a lot harder for me to be present because I'm not going to feel very well and I'll be distracted. So paying attention to my blood sugars is actually a really important part of living out the value, being there and being present for the people in my life who are important to me. Another value of mine is enjoying good food and good drink. I love to cook and I love to eat good food and have great drinks. Those things are really important to me. But as we all know, sometimes good food and good drink and in-range blood sugars don't always go together. And so sometimes you have to make decisions about what's more important to you at that time, having in-range blood sugars or being able to enjoy the food that you want to enjoy. And of course, sometimes we choose to eat the cake and that's okay. As long as that decision is driven by your values. Another thing that's important to me is working to bring together the diabetes community. 
I do that through my podcast, through giving talks, through posting on social media, as well as seeing my patients and serving them in the best way that I can. Along with that, another value is empowering people who have diabetes and doing that through my work, but also by example, showing them what's possible with diabetes and how to navigate the challenges that come along with diabetes in an effective way so they can do what they want to do in their lives. And then finally, but certainly not least, one of my values is being healthy, both mentally and physically. I want my blood sugars to be in good range because I know that having in-range blood sugars is not only important for me in the long term so I can be healthy for a long time, also because it helps me to feel good now, because it helps me be more present with my family, build the diabetes community, be able to feel healthy and strong, and do the things that are important to me in my life. So as I'm making decisions in my life with diabetes, I do it through the lens of these values. So I know the decisions that I'm making are driven by values, and not by random chance or because of burnout that I'm feeling or anxiety. They're coming from a values-driven place, and that's important to me. Let me give you an example of how this has worked in my life recently. This last weekend, it was my wife's birthday, and so we decided to go out to dinner to celebrate. And I made the choice before dinner that I was going to eat what I wanted to eat. And of course, bull is for it, but I wasn't going to worry too much about my blood sugars that night because I really wanted to enjoy the food, enjoy the company. And I knew that I could do it and still feel okay. So we had a great meal with a great dessert. And of course, my blood sugar went high. I didn't let it bother me or worry about it too much because I knew one that could bring it down, but also that being there with my wife and enjoying a good meal together was more important at that time than my blood sugars. Of course, it would have been a very different story if I made the choice to keep my blood sugars high for a month. But for one evening, that choice was values-driven, knowing that I wanted to enjoy the meal and enjoy my wife's birthday without having my blood sugars come into my headspace too much. I ran these decisions through my values filter, and that's what I came up with. I think that we have to note that context here is important. On a random Tuesday night, I'm probably going to care a whole lot more about my blood sugars because having high blood sugar on a Tuesday is different than it is on a Saturday. And having high blood sugar on a day that's not a birthday or a celebration is different than on a special day where enjoying the food in the company is more important than my blood sugar. I want to take some time right now and walk you through the process that I use and that I teach my patients in order to identify and then define their values with diabetes. The first question that I ask and that I want to encourage you to ask yourself is what is important to you? And I recognize that that's a really broad question. So I want to break it down into smaller categories to help you think about this in a more contained way. So I want to ask you what is most important to you in your relationships, for your health, both physical and mental? What's most important to you in your education and work life? And then also what's most important to you in your free time? What are the things you want to be working towards in those different areas of your life? One thing I want to note about values before I go on, a value is not a destination. A value is a direction. And you continually take steps in that direction, but you'll never be able to get there. So for example, one of my values is being a good husband. And I'm not going to just wake up one day and say, I have arrived. I'm a good husband and I'm done being a good husband. 
I have to take steps every day to be a good husband. And every day, I will continue on in that direction. But there will never be a time when I have arrived at being a good husband. The same thing is true for these values that you're coming up with right now. You're never going to arrive there, but the things you're going to be working towards on a regular basis. The next step is to prioritize these values and decide which ones are the most important to you, all things being equal. Again, there are no right or wrong answers here, but you want to kind of have an understanding about what are the most important values for you. So if there is a conflict or your values are at odds, you can have a way to make a decision about what's most important to you, what direction to go. Now that you've identified your values and you prioritize them, you can go ahead and run all of your decisions around diabetes through this filter. And I want to be clear, just because you've identified your values and you run it through the filter, it doesn't mean that all your decisions are going to be easy. You may actually come to a place where you have to make hard decisions because you have values that conflict and the decisions that you make, they have trade-offs to them. And that's normal. But hopefully with the decision-making filter that you have, now that you've identified your values, it makes those decisions easier to make. You have a framework that you can use to make decisions that are good and consistent in your life with diabetes. I want to take a minute and tell you about a couple of folks who I've worked with over the years who have been able to define their values around diabetes and use this values filter to make decisions about how they're going to manage diabetes in their life and how they're going to manage life with diabetes. Sam has been working to improve his diabetes management in the face of burnout. He's been going through a real tough time with burnout recently, and it has caused him to ignore diabetes and really to kind of push it aside. He's come a really long way. But recently, Sam went on vacation to Mexico, and he made the conscious decision that while he was in Mexico, he was going to pay less attention to his diabetes. And for Sam, that decision was values-driven. He really wanted to spend that time rejuvenating and relaxing and also being focused on his family. And he knew himself well enough to know that when he's focused on his diabetes, it becomes all-consuming. And so Sam made the conscious, values-driven decision that while he was in Mexico, he was going to certainly manage his diabetes to the best of his ability, but not focus on it and not worry about the highs and lows that were going to happen, especially while he was eating all that good food. And he came back and he realized that was a good decision for him. While his blood sugars were not in range all the time, he had a wonderful vacation. He came back ready and excited about working hard to manage his diabetes. Another person I've worked with who's been able to make values-driven decisions around diabetes is Jennifer. Jennifer is in her mid-30s and she's really career-driven. But over the past couple of years, her career has really overtaken her ability to manage her diabetes well. The stress and the constant work she's putting into her career has caused her to push diabetes to the side. She was having a really hard time seeing how she could both manage her diabetes well, but also push herself in her career and get to where she wants to be. We worked together to help Jennifer develop a values-based strategy where she was able to see that her values were both her health and her diabetes management and her career. And she was able to see that at different times in her life, those different values have taken different places on the priority list. But she was also able to identify that right now, her health was the most important thing for her. 
And so we talked about ways that she could navigate around that while still maintaining her career, but also finding ways to make her health a priority. Things like setting boundaries with her boss, taking time off, and taking time to focus on her diabetes. And the great thing is, is once she was able to do this, and once she was able to put her decision-making through that values-based filter, she felt a lot more free. She wasn't beholden to her job or her diabetes, but she felt like she was able to make decisions based on what was important to her. She also found that by focusing on her diabetes, she was able to improve her performance at work because diabetes wasn't on her mind all the time. So it was actually a win-win for Jennifer. But the only way that she was able to get there was through the values-based filter that we developed for her. I want to give you a quick recap of what we talked about in today's episode. First of all, we talked about how values are important in making decisions about your diabetes management and your life with diabetes. Without using a values-based approach, some of these decisions can feel haphazard or at the whim of your emotions in the present moment. Using a values-based approach, you can really have a filter that you run your decision-making through and make decisions in a way that reflect what's important to you in your life and gives you a structure to be able to deal with decisions that you may be conflicted about because you have different values competing for your attention and your priority. I walked you through a process for how to identify and define what your values are. The first is by asking yourself what's important to you in different areas of your life, including family and relationships, your work, your leisure time, and your health. By really thinking about your values in these different categories, it can really help you define what is important to you in your life. After you define these things, you want to prioritize them so that if you have conflicting values, you're able to figure out a decision-making process that really reflects what's important to you right now. And once you do that, you have the opportunity to run these decisions through your values filter and have a structure for making decisions about what you want to do in your life with diabetes, as well as with diabetes in your life. Once you go through this process, I want to hear about the values that you define for yourself. Once you define your diabetes-related values for yourself, put your diabetes values in an Instagram story, and please tag me so I can see and reshare what you came up with. You sharing your values with me will help to inspire me and allow me to help you inspire other people by your values. That does it for this episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast. Do me a favor. If you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and review for this podcast. That really helps me get the word out and get this podcast available to other people with type 1 diabetes who could really benefit from it. Also, I love hearing from my listeners. Please, if you have any questions or just want to say hi, send me an email to mark at thediabetespsychologist.com or DM me on Instagram at thediabetespsychologist. And as always, please tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode of the podcast. Remember, type 1 diabetes is not easy, but you can have an easier time with it. And I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. much for listening. For more resources, you can visit www.thediabetespsychologist.com and be sure to sign up for the email list for access to exclusive content. I'm Dr. Mark Heyman and tune in next time for the latest episode of the Diabetes Psychologist Podcast.